0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel and the accent is French. If it's the first time you join the show, bonjour. Before I get to your calls and hear your love stories and answer your questions, I want to tell you something very unique that's happening on my podcast. So uh, if you have a story about relationships, something you want off your chest, like many of you have done before, just reach out to us, 855-905-8255 or the website therendezvousshow.com because the space of La Confession is judgment-free. And I think sometimes we learn from each other by telling exactly what happened and we have never had a chance to say it without being judged. That's what my podcast is for. It's for you to tell me your stories that you've been keeping for yourself for years. But you calls are next, 855-905-8255. Leonora, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Leonora. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is up tonight?
2: I want to know how to forgive emotional infidelity. Mm -hmm. Nothing physical happened between uh, my boyfriend and his, uh, I I assume, his workmate. We don't talk much about work to one another, Mm -hmm. but he kept mentioning this woman, Alice, and the more and more, you know, it went on how Alice was this and Alice was that, I really got the impression that Alice was more than just Alice. Mm-hmm. I know he hasn't been physically with her in any way, shape or form,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: the way he lights up when he speaks about her, I don't know how to get past that.
1: Okay. In your intuition, do you think he's in love with her?
2: I don't know in love, but definitely smitten.
1: Okay. Do you feel that um, it's just a crush that can just, you know, happens once in a lifetime? Sometimes it's a celebrity, sometimes it's someone at work, or is it more than a crush?
2: That's where I'm having a hard time figuring it out. I'm not sure. I know to trust what he says, and I trust him as a human. Mm-hmm. He's a good man, mm-hmm. and we are best friends. But without doubt, he, I don't even know if he's aware of how much he's into this woman.
1: Okay. Um, one question. How is the romance, the ooh between the two of you these days?
2: Um, regular. I mean, okay. like there's, no, there's been no physical change.
1: Okay, that's good. Okay, so uh, have you talked about it with him?
2: I haven't fully broached it. Uh, it's been a moment of, oh, we're talking about Alice again. And I've been like, well, you talk about Alice a lot.
1: So I think there is this unspoken, right, between you and him. It's Alice. That's what you need to talk about. Here's the way to approach it. Instead of saying, you know, you've talked a lot about Alice and he's going to be defensive, you say, I've heard you talk about Alice, very softly like this. Then you say, I would like to know, what do you think is Alice for you? And just say it in a way that is not provoking like you're angry or upset yet, but just try to understand because I would like him to tell you the truth Mm-hmm. And he will not tell you the truth if you feel threatened, mm. yelled at, or stared at. So it's not like an interrogation at the FBI. But mm. how do you feel about Alice? What is Alice for you? And he said, oh, nothing more than work. But he said, are you sure? I said, I'm not accusing you of anything because I trust you and I love you. But I feel you so excited when you talk about her. And for me, who's your partner, it's intriguing and a little you know, difficult to understand. So help me understand what exactly you feel for her.
2: I can
1: do that. All right. Thank you. You're most welcome. Good luck to you, and thank you for your call, Leonora. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. I am going to go to my Twitter DM because somebody needs a little bit of financial advice when it comes to dating, and that's next. I've got some good news. If you have a question for me, but you can't dial in, you can always send me a Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what's going on with Rick and his money?
3: All right, so this Twitter DM comes from Rick that says, Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Rick.
3: I can't afford to take this girl I've been seeing on dates anymore. We've been out three times, and each time I took her to a really nice place to impress her, and she seemed to really enjoy it, but now I'm broke. She wants to go out again, and she told me about a pretty expensive restaurant that she wants to go to, but I don't have that kind of cash. What should I do?
1: It's simple, Rick. What should you say to somebody you just started dating when you are broke and you still want to see them? That's next. So here's my question. Let's say you are a woman and you've been on three dates with a guy who really took you to wonderful restaurants and then you just suggest because you've been you know, charmed by all the wonderful dates you've had to an expensive restaurant but the guy you've been dating has no more money. Would you be okay if he said that to you? Listen, I would love to take you out again. Can I be honest? I just I spent all my money on our first three dates and I need us to do something different this time. Maybe we go have coffee. Maybe we go, I cook the meal at home for you or we do something different. I just, I can't afford another great restaurant for a while. Would you be okay with that? I think the answer is yes. Because I think if you like the person, you don't care exactly where you're going to eat, especially after three great restaurants. So Rick, go ahead, take your girl out to a more modest restaurant, cook for her, or go for coffee. Tell her the truth. That's what matters. She likes you, she'll still sees you. You call the next 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, bonsoir. When you have a question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Denise.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: What is going on, Denise? How can I help you?
0: Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been dating this guy for a while now, um, maybe half a year, and he keeps up correspondence with an ex-girlfriend, the girl he was dating right before me. And, I mean, we have, like, a really happy, wonderful relationship, but this bugs me. Um, And he keeps insisting that it's not a big deal, like, it's just, like, casualties, like, she'll ask him how he's doing and stuff like that. But it makes me really uncomfortable because I don't see a need for them to be talking at all. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how I can move forward with the guy if I'm having, you know, through a little bit of suspicion, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's given me no reason not to trust him. But I don't know. My gut's just kind of like, uh, this isn't normal. But I don't know if I'm overreacting because he loves me and he's been a wonderful partner.
1: Okay, so uh, one thing I need to know before I answer, in the correspondence, so it's not secret, you have access to the correspondence?
0: So, I don't go through his phone, but I know he was dating her directly before me, and one day we got into an argument, and he showed me the messages, and it was just like, oh, how are you doing, and stuff like that.
1: So nothing, nothing. I
0: don't know everything else.
1: Right, but nothing ooh la and nothing like that, right? You no, haven't...
0: nothing like that.
1: Okay. So here's what I would approach it, because you said it's a great guy and you like him a lot, right? And he has given yeah. you no other reason. so. I would ask him, uh, just like you told me, he said, listen, um, it makes me uncomfortable. My intuition, I'm, I'm a woman, it's vibrating wrong with this. So, uh, And I agree with you, by the way, Denise. Uh, he shouldn't be talking to his ex-girlfriend all the time like this. That's not normal. So you're not crazy. I think you're on the right side. But uh, he has some problem to actually break up the connection with her. And it might take him a little more time. So I would say to him, I said, listen, uh, it means the world to me that you stop doing this. In the next couple of weeks, all of this should end, or really, you know, then I think something is missing between us because you should be talking to me and texting me, not her, right? So you give him a little time to stop this behavior, but not very long, a couple weeks, and if he doesn't stop, then you should reevaluate the relationship because then you're right. He's still more attached to her than he's into you, and I don't want you to be with a man like this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: that sounds right,
1: yeah. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cross my fingers so that he stops and you guys can continue this wonderful relationship. So, fingers crossed on this, and I'm sure you'll understand when you explain to him like that.
0: Thank you so much, Simon.
1: Best of luck to you, Denise. Have a good night.
0: You too.
1: Bye-bye now. Bye. You know what? I'm going to help someone who went on a Tinder date and got really confused. I'll explain what happened next. If you have a question but you can't call me, Always sent me a little Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio. Uh, Trish, what's going on with Michaela and that Tinder situation?
3: Okay, so this Instagram DM comes from Michaela that says, Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Michaela.
3: I went out with this guy that I met on Tinder. We had a great date, and I thought there was chemistry. But at the end, he told me that he didn't feel like we clicked romantically. I was surprised. But I appreciated his honesty and I didn't expect to hear from him again. But he texted me earlier and asked me out again. So I'm confused and I don't know if I should go or not. What do you think, Simon?
1: If someone tells you after the first date that you haven't clicked romantically but want to go out with you again, should you go or not? I'm going to answer that next. If you went on a first date with somebody you met on Tinder and at the end of the date, the person told you that he didn't feel that you guys click romantically, right? You would think, okay, I appreciate the honesty, but I'll never hear from him again. But that's what happened to Michaela. She heard from him again and said, you know, he wants to ask her out again. Michaela, I think you can go again. I think that some people need two dates. I think the fact that he called you back means that, you know, he misses you and really enjoyed you. So you have nothing to lose to go on a second date. So I say, go ahead, enjoy the second date. And sometimes the click happens on the second date, sometimes even the third. They say, what in America? Three times the charms. So there's two more strikes. So good luck to you, Michaela, and give him a chance. You call us next, 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, call me, 855 905 8255. Hélène, bonjour.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Hélène. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight?
2: Um,
0: well, I'm calling because I am um, in a new relationship mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like maybe we took things a little fast, but I'm, I'm really happy. I'm not, I'm not upset about that. But um, we had our first uh, ooh la moment mm-hmm. and um, I just I feel like it was a bit rushed. And I, I, th- I just think that maybe we were both a little too excited, and um, okay. I, I don't know how to let him know that I need more time to work up to be able to uh, to ooh-la-la. comfortably and happily. Ooh-la-la.
1: Yes. Well, I think that exactly like you tell me. I think that next time you guys have dinner after dinner, um, when he's in a good mood, you just say, "Listen, you know, I love making out," and then if he rushes too fast to ulala, I said, "No, let's not go too fast because I really enjoy the making out and the step by step, just like that." Okay. Because,
2: and that should be shouldn't offend him, right?
1: It's not no, not at all because I think we learn from our partners. Us men learn from the women we date. And I think that that's something that is wonderful when a woman tells you in a kind way what she likes and also the rhythm she likes it. And that's romantic. It's caring.
2: Oh, okay. Good.
1: Okay, then. So just, you know, whenever you feel the time is right, just explain how it works and next time you have ulala, you guide him through the timing that is yours.
2: Great. Thank you, Simon.
1: You're most welcome, Ellen. Good luck to you and have a good night.
2: Thank you. You too.
1: I want to talk a little more about the importance of communication in relationships, the different things that makes it work or not. That's next. Have you ever felt in your relationship or a relationship that the communication was not working well for you. And I don't mean just when it comes to making or ooh No, I mean like the rhythm even of texting. Sometimes the rhythm of a phone conversation. You cut each other off. You don't wait for the other person to finish his sentence and you're either texting back or talking on them, right? I mean, this is a very important thing to remember. The way we communicate with words is an indication of how well we communicate emotionally. And for that, there's a couple of things, a couple of tips that I want to share with you that can help you communicate better with your partner. I'll share that next. What are the three things when it's time to communicate that can help all of us? And especially us men who have a tendency not to listen enough to our girlfriends, wife, or partners. So first thing first, listen actively. Your partner wants to be heard. And if you don't listen actively, it's not going to happen. People realize if you're not really listening, number one. The other thing is don't cut your partner off when they are talking. There's nothing more annoying in a conversation than being cut off because your partner wants to go straight to the point. Let everybody finish their story and then be heard, another thing. And finally, listen to understand. Not listen to judge, not listen to fight, not listen to argue or to have the last word. Listen to understand what your partner is telling you. Those rules, I've learned them slowly. I've made a lot of mistakes. So I'll say to you again: Don't do like I did. Do better than me, and use those rules for yourself. You call that next: eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Elena, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour Elena, welcome to the rendezvous. You said to my producers that you have a great love story you want to share with us tonight.
4: I do. So I a couple of years ago, um, just a few actually. I had been through a really tough breakup and things weren't going so well. Um, but I, I went through the healing process and I moved on and I was doing well a couple months later. And so I finally decided, you know, it's time to you know start dating again and. Um, I bit the bullet, and I created an online dating account, mm-hmm. and I was I was, you know, messaging people and trying to see if I could find anybody that there was any compatibility with, and one night, I got a message from a guy named Ken, mm-hmm. and we just started talking, and we hit it off really well, and he lives in the same town as I do, and it was working out, and we were messaging, and it just, uh, sparks were flying. He was so sweet. And, um, we finally, we agreed, you know, it's time to meet.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And so we, um, turns out we both know the same little bakery downtown in the city where I live. And it's, it's my favorite. And he, apparently he knew it too. And liked it. So we were like, this is it. <laughs> this is where we're going to meet. We're going to do this. And we get there. And I, I, I got there first. I always get places early cause I'm nervous and I I'm sitting there and I'm waiting. And, all of a sudden, I, I, I see him walking up through the big window at the front. He walks up, and he comes in the door, and he looks just like his picture. So I was like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> and he comes up, and he introduces himself, and he had brought tulips, which are my favorite flowers, and he brought them from the farmer's market, and it was just, oh, he was so sweet. And we, we sat, and it was like nothing could change from... From the messaging or the phone calls, he was just a in person. And um, we have happily been dating since. And the other day, we actually got engaged.
1: Wow, congratulations. Congratulations. What color were the tulips?
4: They were yellow.
1: (laughs) Okay, I I love tulips. and That's that's wonderful. Thank you so much, Elena, for sharing that story. Congratulations, by the way, of course. Thank you. To both of you, you. many years of happiness. And thank you for calling the rendezvous tonight. Thank you. Next, I have this question for you. Is it possible to become attracted to someone you once rejected? Stay with me. Is it possible to become attracted to someone you once rejected? Right? So you met somebody, first impression go well, you rejected that person. Do you think it's still possible to become attracted to him or her? That was a poll I put on my Instagram. At Rendezvous Radio, because I love you to know what you think about relationships questions. So, here's the answer. 84% of you said, yes, it's possible to become attracted to someone you once rejected. And only 16% of you said, no, it isn't. I am part of the yes Because I have taken girlfriends back who cheated on me and I still love them. Maybe I'm a sucker, who knows? But don't do like me by the way. Do better than me. But I gotta tell you the truth. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to the show. We'll be back tomorrow with more of your love stories, more of your questions. Until tomorrow, bonne nuit les petits.
3: The rendezvous with Simon Marcel.